cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence, and it's not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast or Twitter at Cult Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Thank you for listening to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Marie Tabella. And today we are talking about the 12 tribes or the Yellow Deli Cult. Those are vastly different names, by the way. They are. Well, they, I don't think they appreciate the name the Yellow Deli Cult. I don't think that's one of their, like, you know... What they necessarily want to be known for. Right. They're not cool with that one. Okay. Just everyone else's. (laughs) Uh, So shout out first to Mondo Torres, who brought me this cult, interrupted a comedy show to bring me this cult, and said, quote, it's a weird restaurant where people work for free, but I can't stress this enough, fantastic sandwiches. So, I mean, gold standard. Uh, you can convince me of pretty much anything if you offer me a really good sandwich. I mean, I, I was fully prepared to go to this restaurant yeah. until I read more about the cult. Where <laughs> is it? Like, I'm not giving these people any money. It's like halfway to San Diego. It's in Vista. Okay. There's actually, there's 12 across the United States, but the one in particular that he had been to is the one in Vista. That's also the one that I pulled Yelp reviews for. Do they have gluten-free bread? They do. They have a ton of gluten-free options. Oh, shit. I know. We might just have to go at yeah. another point in time, I guess. My my frustration was, like, I really grappled with whether or not I wanted to give them money. <laughs> I might change this. my mind at the end of this, but like you I might. said, I can be convinced of quite a lot I with, mean, a, with so a good sandwich. They do have a wide variety of gluten-free items. It's very affordable. Um, they say that they're farm fresh to table. That is not entirely true. Okay. So there are some things that, yes, they do grow, but a lot of their, like, deli meats and things are are sourced in bulk. I would like to note that I am not gluten-free to be an asshole. I have celiac disease. This is not a choice. No, I know. This is a real This is real people, so please don't fucking judge me because (laughs) I judge myself enough and apologize every time I order food anywhere. People are still going to judge you. They're just going to be like, eat bread, dick. (laughs) It's so true. Eat bread or else. Fine, then I'm going to come to your house and you get to deal with the repercussions. (laughs) Enjoy. You get to smell everything that bread produces in my body. Um, So... Twelve Tribes, they are a cult founded by Martha and Jean Spriggs, or Yonek, as Jean Spriggs is now known. He took that name for himself. Um, I think it's Yonek. It's spelled Y-O-N-E-Q. That sounds right. Right? Yeah. That sounds like Yonek. Yeah. I mean, I did check to see if perhaps it spelled something backwards, like um, like that girl on Mari who named her kid Yonessa, and then it was Hennessy. Backwards. Oh. Or anyone who names their kid Nevaeh. Oh, God. It's heaven backwards. Fuck those people. I'm like, your kid is still going to scream in a Ralph's, and I'm going to want to, like, drop kick it. Yes. <laughs> no. No. Hard pass on Nevaeh. Hard pass on Nevaeh. Not um, so hard on Yanessa. Yanessa's kind of cool. <laughs> Yanessa's pretty cool. I mean, until you get to preschool or kindergarten, and they're like, what's your name? And she has to spell it. Yeah. And then, you know, she's like, it's Hennessy backwards. And then the teacher calls, you know, Child Protective Services because they wonder what kind of home that person grew up in. They're going to probably call them before that comes out anyway. I mean, you know, I I feel like it's kind of the same thing of like when people name their kids after the places they're conceived. Just naming your kid after the liquor they were conceived on. Yeah, that's true. It's Yeah, yeah. That's rough. At least it's not like. Popoff or Albertson's brand. Pop. <laughs> Kirkland brand. Kirkland brand vodka. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, Kirkland's the nice shit. <laughs> Kirkland could pass as a name. <laughs> I mean, in Los Angeles, it could, this where people name their kids shit like Cruz and Apple and all that other. There's terrible that's names here. That's, that's true. I mean, I feel like you cited two of the most like workable options, Cruz and Apple. <laughs> And you could have gone, like, moon unit. Like, you could have gone way weirder. And you went cruise and apple. 
or audio was audio science oh yeah what's that all about yeah shannon sossaman's kid audio science that's right yeah that's the worst we definitely should never name our kid audio science given no. the amount of echoing that this episode will probably have <laughs> audio failure <laughs> audio failure um so yonek and his wife uh operated a youth outreach mission in 1972 called the light brigade they operated it out of their house <laughs> um they were also kind of working in conjunction with a local Presbyterian church. Uh, the Presbyterian church, not a huge fan of that. <laughs> really not. Um, in part because they they took anyone in, um, which is very wonderful if you're run, running a rehab facility and you want to make people better. It's not so great if you just suddenly introduce a bunch of meth heads into a brunch, which is essentially what they were doing. No, I think that's the best kind of brunch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that icy white crunch. Um, <laughs> so uh, the the church, they, they did not really get along. And then one day, the light brigade showed up on a Sunday. <laughs> that was their name. They go by so many names. Light brigade, Vine Christian Community Church, Northeast Kingdom Community no, Church. No, I'm sticking with light brigade. Messianic Communities, Community Apostolic Order. Light brigade's the fun one. I like light brigade. I feel like those are the people that used to do that LARPing in Aldrich oh Park. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. That's the Light Brigade. See, I pictured Light Brigade as if they had just handed glow sticks out to the meth heads. That's, again, <laughs> the best kind of Light Brigade. Sort of like stomping down the street in front of the church, and they're like, oh, damn it, it's the Light Brigade again. We were just trying to have yeah. a wonderful service. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined by the people that we should be helping because Jesus would want us to help them. And it all comes full circle. I know. <laughs> So they showed up one Sunday to church, and the church was closed because it was the Super Bowl. <laughs> which, like, I, I grew up in a non-denominational church, which in and of itself is a denomination. It's kind of fun. I can vividly remember church being rescheduled for Super Bowl. Really? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, uh, like, they would have services either earlier or later because of the Super Bowl. And I think, in part, it was just their way to be like, we know you want to watch the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, so that's true. You know. But I'll tell you one thing. God doesn't give a fuck about the Super Bowl. No, no. God, God does not care about the Super Bowl. No. Not at all. I mean, he's maybe angered by the vast amount of, you know, sex trafficking that goes on during sporting events like that. But Really? Oh, yeah. It's like a huge spike. Really? Yeah. Like the Olympics, the World Cup, anytime there's a big event like that. Sex trafficking skyrockets. Now, when you say sex trafficking, you mean like scary sex trafficking? Yeah, okay, oh, it's yeah. all scary, but I mean it's like, are we talking like sex workers getting more gigs or? We're talking sex workers getting more gigs, but we're talking primarily because you've got such an influx of people in one area that people will sometimes import more people to traffic during Oh, those that's times. sad. Super sad. It's all sad. Super the whole brutal. thing is sad. But Just, yes, you, know, you know what I mean. Specifically that, yeah. Yes. You know, so they canceled church for that. <laughs> really mean. For sex trafficking. Presbyterian dicks. No, they, <laughs> the Presbyterians are very nice. <laughs> Nothing against them. No, they are nice people. Yeah, generally. Uh, so uh, they left that church because, damn them, for that Super Bowl. And they started holding their own services in a local park, which they called Critical Mass. Sounds very serious. It sounds super serious. And I can't decide if it's them trying to use the scientific term Critical Mass to make things sound more serious. <laughs> or if they were like, this will be a fun pun because Catholic services are mass. Right. Critical Mass. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds scary. I don't want to go. Well, there's, I have a whole list of weird beliefs for this cult at the end. Oh, good. To lighten the mood. Okay, good. It's going to get a little dark. Uh, yeah. Brace yourselves. Yeah. Uh, so they started appointing elders and baptizing congregants in the park, just not related to any religious affiliate. Uh, at that time, they had started opening the Yellow Deli. So they started with like a cafe that they then kind of expanded into the first Yellow Deli and then started opening a number of other Yellow Delis and bakeries. And around this time, the authorities kind of noticed. And it was right around the time that the Children of God cult was found out, if you want to go that way. Okay. When the abuses in that cult were exposed, which we'll get to on a later episode, because that's a doozy. 
Yeah, that's that's like probably a two-parter. That's easily a two-parter for the creepy, you know, comic books alone that they have. <laughs> this is a two-parter. It's a rough one. Um, so at that point they got raided the first time. And they had to kind of regroup. So uh, Jeans Briggs received an invitation from a church in Island Pond, Vermont, to go minister there, and that's where the cult essentially moved. That's where their headquarters is to this day, despite having communities all over the U.S. and abroad. I mean, case in point, the one we have in Vista, because that was that's our closest one. That or Valley Center. So there's two in California. Where's Valley Center? Valley Center is kind of like Fresno. Oh, okay. Close to Fresno. Because I looked at both. I was like, which one's closer? And San Diego was closer. Shit, I was in Fresno like two oh, weeks God, ago. Oh, oh man. I'm, su- I'm super curious. I'll talk more about the restaurant as we go. We That's right. I might change our mind, my mind, though. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what you reveal. Yeah. So the move to Vermont caused a couple members to leave. Um, and even more left after the church was found to be harboring a fugitive, which hmm. resulted in a raid on the compound. So... Part of the reason that this church has been raided so many times is they have a super, super, super strict doctrine on disciplining children. Like That's a thing for cults. That is a thing for cults, but specifically them, they take it from a scripture that says, if you spare the rod, you spoil the child, which is meant to be a metaphor. <laughs> I would say, or at least that was my understanding growing up in the church, is that it was basically, if you provide no discipline and no instruction, your kid will turn out shitty. It doesn't mean beat them. They, they literally beat them. With rods. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're a very literal cult, as we'll see kind of later on. I've got, I had to do a lot of Bible research this mm-hmm. week without my old Bible knowledge. So, yeah, that's why they've been raving a bunch. And that's also why one of their members was convicted and was a fugitive for a long time. So they harbored him for a while. There was a trial. He got off. He, like, somehow was not convicted. Wow. And then the public defender that was assigned to their case joined the cult. Are you kidding me? I'm totally serious. I was reading this. I was like, oh, no wonder. <laughs> like, yeah. Not the prosecutor, but the public. Well, yeah, but that's a bunch of bullshit. It's super bullshit. That's because that's who knows what they overlooked in. Yeah, whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Tons of bullshit. So in their own words, this is what the 12 tribes say that they believe. Uh, They believe that all church denominations are evil. Okay. Except theirs. Except theirs. Okay. Well, we'll get to it. They don't consider. Yeah. They consider themselves different from all religions and existing denominations. Okay. In order for the Messiah to return, the church needs to be restored to its original form as seen in the book of Acts. We're going to have to get into some Bible knowledge here. So, the Messiah, who believes what? So, if you were raised generic Christian or Catholic, the Messiah has already come. Congrats. Not much more you got to do. Wait for Armageddon. Try not to be a dick. If you're Jewish, the Messiah has not yet come, and we're awaiting for it to this day. I would accept either version, I guess. <laughs> I, I fall in the, the first camp of like, he's here, great. Yeah. Let's enjoy Christmas. Um, but, you know, according to the Bible, the Jews are the chosen people. Equally valid points of view, I would say. Yeah. God chose them also. For this crowd... They fall into the camp of not believing that the Messiah has come, but moreover, believing that Jesus, who most Christians and Catholics would accept as the Messiah, the Messiah. Uh, believing that he is a demon so oh, to twist. deceive people. Yes, yeah, super hey. twist. They follow many of the Jewish laws, essentially, the rabbinical laws. So they celebrate Jewish festivals. They're mostly kosher, mostly. They, they don't really follow that close. How are you mostly kosher? Exactly. It's the, you're not. As someone who lived in a Jewish neighborhood for a long time, you're not mostly kosher. You're the yeah. kosher or you're not. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they love to pick and choose where it's like, I will accept this doctrine, but not this one. So they technically 
we follow what we would consider to be the Bible, or at least the Bible in its present form, um, but they primarily follow the New Testament. And if you've read the Bible at all, you know that that's extremely problematic <laughs> because the whole New Testament is the story of how Jesus is the Messiah. Right. Right. <laughs> so um, they think that the church should be restored to the way it was in the book of Acts. So the book of Acts is the New Testament. It's written by Luke, who was one of the disciples. Luke was a doctor. So it's kind of a differently written book. Both the book of Luke and the book of Acts are a little more clinical as far as their actual verbiage, if you want okay. to put it that way. But they're written from the perspective of someone that believes that Jesus is the Messiah. So right. why they would even bother... With the book of Acts, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't check out. Yeah, no, none of their their stuff doesn't check out very much at all. I feel like if you were going to be in this cult and go whole hog, you got to just do Old Testament, right? Or only partial hog, because they're only partially kosher. It's <laughs> a shit joke. I'm so no, sorry. No, no, it's I'm accurate, so, though. so sorry. That's, that's, that's <laughs> fantastic. So I have the sections of Acts that they specifically believe in, so... This is Acts 2, 38-42. Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. And many other words he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. So then... Those who had received his word were baptized, and that day were added about 3,000. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. So I see a couple issues, <laughs> namely that they were preaching about how Jesus Christ was the Messiah. It's like right, right. in the beginning. Right. <laughs> but these are the verses that they themselves like cite as their, like, this is what we're going towards. Okay. Um, they would tell you that current, our current generation is the perverse generation, but no, this was written in like the third, like three, yeah, 80, like three, like super early, yeah. Uh, so the perverse generation would have referred to ancient Rome, specifically like Caligula level Rome. Like people make pornos right. about it. <laughs> like it's it's a generation known for excess, is what right. I would say. So they kind of. Ignore the context of the verse and the content, it would seem. Not sure why they chose that one. They're way bigger about the next one, which is Acts 4, 32 through 37. And the congregation of those who believed were one of one heart and one soul. And not one of them claimed that anything belonging to him was his own, but that all things were common property to them. And with great power, the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and abundant grace was upon them all. For there was not a needy person among them. For all who were owners of land and houses would sell them and bring the proceeds of the sales and lay them at the apostles' feet. And they would be distributed to each as any had need. Now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian birth, who was also called Barnabas by the apostles, and who owned a tract of land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So, <laughs> this one is used a lot by a lot of cults. Yeah. I could see that. It's a justification for communal living. Right. Which is not, I mean, not every version of communal living is terrible. I disagree. I think it sounds like <laughs> shit. I don't want to share. I want my own room. <laughs> Fuck off my stuff. I mean, I get that. Okay. Also. No, I fully, yeah. Um, but I think when you look at it, especially, again, context, this would have been the early church, so many of them would have split off from Judaism at the time. A lot of people forget that Christianity started as a weird Jewish cult. Like, when you think about it, they kind of broke yeah. off. and Yeah. So a lot of them would have left Judaism, and Judaism as a religion is very communal. You know, um, when I lived in a Jewish neighborhood, they all take care of each other. I never Which saw Which is them. great, and it's I don't discount awesome. that. I just no, don't no. want to go live on a compound. Oh, no, me neither. Never. But yeah. But, like, cool neighbors are great. Right, right. Well, and I never saw a homeless Jewish person. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they look out for each other. That's true. It's, it's really nice. I feel like if I had to pick another religion, that would probably be the one I'd go with. I really like dreidels. Dreidels are cool. Mm-hmm. There's, I like challah. Challah's great. 
Challah. Challah. That's um, great. The, the no bacon thing. It, it would bug me a bit. You know, I'm over bacon. I think I'd get, I think I'd be okay. I'd, yeah. I'd live. Yeah. You know. Anyway. So, I, when I read this passage in the Bible, I look at it as we cannot any longer be from separate backgrounds. Because you did have people that weren't Jewish that were joining now. You had Greeks. You had Romans. This is also from a similar part of the Bible that proclaims that there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free. So this is a call for them to come together as a group and unify. Um, It does not mean give all your money to one guy. No. (laughs) Let him parse it out. (laughs) Uh, So they, the 12 tribes, believe that they are God's chosen people. So not Jews, not Christians, not Catholics, none of those people. They are God's chosen people, and that they are the 144,000 referred to in Revelation. So that 144,000 comes up a lot, like in tons of cults. So Jehovah's Witnesses have it. Um, Islam even has a reference to that number. Um, Tons. Almost any Christian-based cult you will find has that number. It's from a passage in Revelation where he calls 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. So it's a lot of repetition of numbers. Um, A lot of people, I would say, in modern Christianity today would be like, it's a symbolic number. Right. (laughs) This is, you know, maybe these are people that are called for a special cause that we don't know about. You know, it's kind of hazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of Revelation, people are kind of like, who knows? It's it's a little weird. (laughs) Uh, Tons of stuff. We'll get to, there's even more from Revelation later on. Um, but it's a hell of a popular number for cults. Even uh, Raelianism, which we haven't gotten to yet, they do 44, 1, 44, So, final thing in their belief system is they, came to, they claim to worship Yeshua as opposed to Jesus. If any of you out there speak Hebrew or grew up going to private Christian high school like me, you'll know that uh, Yeshua is Hebrew for Joshua or occasionally Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Specifically, it's, it's one of the many Hebrew words for Messiah. So when it's used in the New Testament, typically it would be referring to Jesus. People are so confused. They're so confused. It's crazy. In the Old Testament, Yeshua just refers to a general Messiah, essentially. So in a way, you know, if you're Jewish or if they wanted to really, you know, get behind their doctrine, that would make sense, you know, because in your mind, the Messiah has not come yet. And so, yeah, Yeshua, that's right. Whenever he gets here. Right. But if you're going to use text from the New Testament, now that's problematic. Right. Because it's referring to a specific one. So, yeah, lots of confusion. I'm sorry that this is like a homework assignment this week, by the way. No. This was... This is good. Lots of stuff. (laughs) This was a lot of me on the phone with my mom being like, what's that one verse that says? So... That always impresses me, people that know verses. I used to be way better at it. I was never good, and I went to a private Catholic high school. I went to private Christian school K through 12, or preschool through 12. Okay, so you really had it. I really had it, but I also did Awana, which I don't know if you ever Mm -mm. had Awana. Awana is like Christian Boys and Girl Scouts. Oh, okay. Where you get, like, patches and badges and pins and stuff, but it's for memorization. So, like, depending on how far you get, and, like, if you get all the way to, like, Eagle Scout level, like, my grandparents run an Awana troop and have both gotten to, like, Mechazord, I guess. Mechazord? <laughs> no, it's not really. <laughs> is that what it's I, called? I think it's Meritorious. I think that sounds the final more Latin Very official. And official. Um, they would have had to have memorized close to a million. Like, yeah. Just. That's wild. Yeah. That's always impressive to so me. So, for a while, especially in high school, when I still had to take theology classes and stuff in high school, the recall was great. Yeah, I was like, I know exactly where that is. But yeah, now most of it. I remember specific stuff. Like I, I kind of remembered these passages and acts where I was like, I don't know what those mean. And I know how to look stuff up. So, you know. I can look stuff up. Yeah. That's no problem. But mm-hmm. 
memorizing it is a yeah. whole other well, piece. Well, remember, too, so I grew up Protestant, Catholic, you would have, you have extra books that we don't have. We had a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you guys have the part of the Apocrypha, or what we would call the Apocrypha. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> God, I'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> At my high school, they had this, my first high school, it was an all-girls private Catholic high school, uh-huh. and if you acted like an asshole in class, which I often did, right? my one teacher... Um, she, she was, she was great. Mrs. Gorman, shout out. She's not listening. <laughs> she My mom lived. is probably listening. Oh, I, I'm, <laughs> let me just send out a million apologies to your mom for all the horrible things I've said. No, no And we'll continue no. to say. I, um, I mean, they're similar to the things that I say on the phone where I'm like, can you fucking believe this? And yeah. She's just like, please don't say fucking. Please stop. <laughs> uh, if you were an asshole in Mrs. Gorman's class, you would... She had an ark, a Noah's ark on, okay. on the whiteboard, and all of our names were on there, and she would take you off of the ark and put you in the water. You would fall off the ark for the day, and there was so much shame in being off the ark. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I drowned to death. Crazy. I was never on the ark. Oh, my God. That's basically like, you deserve to die. You deserve to die. I was a bloated body in the water in that oh, class. Man. Here's the funny Noah's ark is going to come up. Oh, good. Too. It's... <laughs> Nice. Oh man. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think there was anything that crazy. I mean, it was kind of fun that like so Awana you have like vests and, and stuff and shirts, like the same uniforms. Yeah, uniforms just like you would for Boys and Girl Scouts. And they're all kind of outdoor themed. So it's cause like some are like named after Native American tribes and stuff, and they'll give you like little copper feathers. Oh, cool. But we, like, never went outside. So there was no, like, survival stuff? <laughs> There's no survival. Well, you're surviving the spiritual world, Marie. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> right. If you need to touch up, downstairs I have Mike Hawk's Green Beret Survival Guide. Oh, hell yeah. I have been reading that. Um, I feel like I'm going to need that when the zombies take over. It's going to happen. I'm I can sharpen you. knives. I can't do shit. I will die. Oh, I will perish. Oh, I, I know that I'll run through the forest for about two feet until I hit a spider web and then I'm toast. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I can't fuck with spiders. They no, terrify no, me. No, I can't fuck with spiders at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's over for me. Anyway, so. <laughs> wow. Tangent. <laughs> that went left. Yeah, very. Sorry, very. guys. That's all right. I mean, they got to learn about Awana, which is kind of fun. So the reality of this cult, the actual, essentially, things that are born out because of these beliefs... They split up families, typically. Now, this is something we've seen, God, so many times. So many times. Time and time again. Nearly every (laughs) single cult, especially one of the commune, will split families. Mm -hmm. In part, I mean, to to draw you away from the people you trust the most, Mm -hmm. typically, and away from anyone who could be like, hey, this sounds crazy. Maybe don't do that. Right. Yeah. So they do split up families. They have a policy of disconnection or shunning, um, you know. Again, like a lot of cults. They also, they have group homes. So each group home is headed up by a shepherd. So it's one person. Typically the shepherd will have their family with them, or at least part of their family with them. And then they'll move other families into that home. So they are blatantly calling their their people in their cult. Sheep. Sheep. Yes, willingly. Calling them sheep. Yes. Yes, which comes from Bible passages um, where Jesus often refers to his followers as his flock. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, which did not have as negative of a connotation at the time. It was, at the time, it would have been like, hey, we all know what sheep are, right? Right. You know how I kind of, like, lead you guys? Just like the shepherd leads the sheep. And I think that's what they were going for. But obviously... Backfire. Mo- yeah, mo- modern day, we're like, sheeple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah doesn't create quite work. So because they put all these different families together in these homes, sexual abuse is a problem, not just for children, because the shepherd becomes the head of the household, and then everyone else in the house is sheep. So like, let's say that you and your husband and two, three kids get placed in a home. Your husband no longer has control over what happens to your family. Good fucking luck. My husband would kill these people. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
That's, yeah. I, it's, that would, we would also never join this cult for a myriad also of reasons that. I would get to later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we'll get to it, but you and I, like, currently, I feel like they wouldn't even want us. It got to a point oh, where no. I was like, if I go to this restaurant, they're not even going to try to convert me, and it'll be great. Oh, that, that is a fun way to approach it. We'll yeah. just go in, like, hungry people that cause a scene <laughs> you don't want us but we want your sandwiches so well well yeah well, i'll get to the deli <laughs> i'm sorry i keep just jumping no, straight to I the deli totally, i get it because i really wanted to go <laughs> so i fully get it um people are only allowed to marry if the entire group agrees okay yeah so imagine <laughs> if like you wanted to marry somebody and then you had to petition the town of los angeles <laughs> be like hey los angeles hello mayor garcetti can we can we tie the knot every and every single person got to vote and every single person had to agree so regardless of anyone else's personal agendas everyone has to agree oh my god (laughs) yeah it's crazy um all male and female interactions outside of marriage are forbidden and punishable just like we've seen in some other cults, and punishable by things like banishment. Like, there was a story where two 14-year-olds kissed, and they sent one of them away. To where? To another compound, away from his family, until they turned 18, and then they were promised to be married. Like, they absolutely had to marry each other at 18. Whoever they kissed? Yeah. Specifically because they kissed each other. So then they, like, those two people... So, like, think about who you maybe kissed at 14. You now have to marry that person. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, 15 or 16 for my first kiss. I was a late bloomer. Yeah, yeah. No, me as well. And I'm pretty sure I blocked him in my phone. So, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're not allowed to have phones. Oh, yeah. Or computers or TVs or magazines or newspapers. Okay. Unless they're the shepherd. The shepherd can have... Cars, newspapers. Denny's just a pimp. Well, the shepherd can also eat at, like, Denny's. Like, there were so many stories of, like, former members being like, he ate at the Applebee's all the time. Fuck that guy. And they were just so mad, and I felt horrible, because I'm like, I realized what an abuse of, this, of, like, your trust this was. Right. But it's an Applebee's. Where were they allowed? Where did they get to eat? Just the deli? Again, I'm jumping to the deli. Not I'm so sorry. Even, not even the deli. I mean, maybe if you were working at the deli, you might be able to eat there. But typically, they eat whatever is left over that didn't go to the, the deli. Ew! So, like, the leftover vegetables. They were allotted $10 a week per person for food and essentials. I bought a $30 salad today. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Postmates it? I mean, it just $30 no, I just kept adding shit. Yeah. And then before I knew it, it was like... Yeah, I'm stupid. That's yeah. why I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, see, I'm the worst where I'll order something really cheap from Postmates. And by the time yeah. it gets to me, it's like I did $25. That. I've, I've had it where the delivery is more expensive than the item itself. I've had that as well. Yeah. I, when I had my wisdom teeth out recently, I, I had an order that was much more, the delivery oh, yeah. was much more expensive. Oh, yeah. I just needed an Oreo shake, man. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> It was. It's like a $3 shake and a $15 delivery. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> I might all, I was high on pain meds. Okay, fair. I did also last night send my boyfriend out at like midnight for an Oreo shake also. So clearly this is a thing. It's a thing for you. It's a thing for me. Fair enough. Any adult can punish any child, regardless of whose kid it is. They can punish them. And we already covered the spare the rod, spoil the child. So... During raids, they would find kids with just, like, 80 to 90 red welts all over their body. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, it's really brutal. One of the biggest raids was on a compound in Germany where they actually found videotape. Oh, my God. beating the kids. Of course, in Germany. Right. Well, that compound is now moving to the Czech Republic. Oh. Right, you know, where the police are way more vigilant. (laughs) I'm just kidding. They're not. (laughs) not um children can't find fault or complaint with adults so that means if you were a child and an adult was abusing you you can't say anything so if you as a child are like hey i'm being sexually abused they would just hit you more they'd be like you can't agree with an adult like you can't disagree with oh i hate that yeah yeah not good 
um, the leader of the cult, Spriggs, keeps all the details of his lifestyle secret. So this is something that, like, I think falls into our details of, like, what makes a cult a cult. When we first started this, we really tried to discuss what were the characteristics of cults? What are the things that show up over and over again? And it was things like having unconventional beliefs usually tied to one person or having to sacrifice a bunch of money to join a cult. Yes. Or some sort of physical exertion. Cutting Um, off your family and friends. Cutting off your family and friends, not being able to leave. I think this is another one where there's differences in doctrine depending on your level in the church. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the pastor at my parents' church back home would never go up at the pulpit and say, like, you guys can't murder people. I can murder people. Right. Because I'm cool with God like that. But you can't murder people. That's essentially kind of what he's done is, like, you can't use phones. You can't use computers. It's too tempting. But I can have a phone and I can have a computer because I'm the prophet. So... Dicey. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. Yeah. Many of his teachings are not available to the sheep. So they basically only get to hear what they're told. Okay. Yeah. They celebrate no holidays or birthdays, especially not the demonic holidays of Christmas and Easter. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was their words. <laughs> they're right. like, these are demonic. Uh, children aren't allowed to play. They especially aren't allowed to have any fantasy play. So they can't like. What do they do? Work. Um, At the deli? No, I'll get to it. (laughs) So uh, phone conversations can be tapped and prayers should be said aloud. No one has the privacy of their thoughts. Um, That's crazy because these people are so controlled that they think that they'll actually be able to control their thoughts, their silent thoughts. So women don't participate in the tribal government at all. And they do call it tribal government for each of their tribes. And they're given Hebrew names when they join. They're not allowed to use their... Regular names okay. after that. Okay. Um, the phrase they used were uh, "dead men have no opinions." Oh, so basically, well, like, okay. you have died. You have and, died. And this is your new self, right? Um, they have very strict rules for appearance. So uh, women are required to have long hair and often keep it covered. They also wear floor-length skirts or dresses and cover their full arms and chest. Men are required to have ponytails and beards. Ew. And they can only wear cotton. Breathable. Breathable, yeah, I think that's why, actually. Uh, so for labor, adults work 16 to 18 hour days for no wages. Oh. Yeah. They get $10 a week per person for food and other essentials. Essentials. Right. Um, one woman who spoke out against the cults was sent to work in a factory applying Estee Lauder labels when she was only seven until a raid moved them to a different factory. How, okay, how did that even happen? So the way it happens, there's actually, if you're a fan of Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, you might be familiar with how this happens. A lot of times companies will outsource their manufacturing to a secondary manufacturing company, and that manufacturing company will outsource to different factories. Okay. Yeah, so like Estee Lauder wasn't like, give me those seven-year-olds. Right, that's what I'm asking. They just didn't, they just didn't know. Okay. And when they found out, they immediately canceled their account. Sure. So, and, and it wasn't just them. There were a ton of other companies that were using the 12 tribes to manufacture okay. out of their one factory. So, as to the bakeries and the Yellow Deli. Finally. I know. Their, their tagline for the bakeries and the Yellow Deli is, we serve the fruit of the Spirit. So, that hmm. refers to a passage in Matthew mm-hmm. where it's the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, understanding. And a whole list of things. They don't serve that, but they do serve sandwiches. <laughs> um, so there's 12 that I could find around the United States and other assorted restaurants and farms. They account for nearly $26 million in revenue a year. Wow. So And these people are not getting paid. So that money is all going straight to the cult. No, they're a nonprofit. Okay. It doesn't yeah. take $26 million to run a few delis. It really does not. So um, someone's profiting. Well, and, and I actually, for, you know, as like... Just a, you know, consideration. I work for a company that has 140 locations, and we make about $68 million a year. Mm-hmm. So 12 versus 140. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's dicey. Yes. Um, there's no record as to how much of that is going to Gene Spriggs himself. Of course not. Of course not. 
And like I said, so $10 a week for every cult member. For right. They don't get any of the tips you give them at the, the deli. The deli is mainly run out of their farms. So the one thing they did say is that some of the delis operate at a loss. Essentially... Uh, so that they can be considered a nonprofit, they're considered an outreach. They're also built by cult members. They don't hire any external construction crews. Wow. Yeah, and they're gorgeous restaurants. <laughs> like, I feel horrible saying this, but like, there's pictures of them online. They look like they were designed by the people who designed Fantasyland at Disneyland. Really? They're beautiful inside. Like, they look like uh, some sort of fantasy farm with like. Wow hand-carved wooden details that people made for free and people work there for free. It's crazy, actually. I wonder what they would do if you were like, look, you do cool shit and I want you to make a chair or a dinner table and I will pay you if their minds would just explode. No, well, I mean... They just probably would say no. Well, or they would, but all the money would go to the cult. So everything they make goes to the cult. Yeah. We need to save these people. I Well, there's a lot of people trying. Well, but I also want them to, to keep up with the deli, so. <laughs> I just want them to start paying. Them. New ownership. <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, it could be kind of like the one we covered for the Chris Butler cults. Right. The, the Science, of, Science of Identity Fellowship, where they work in those health food stores. Right, right. And they pay a certain amount, but then they still are at least making money. Yeah. <laughs> right? Their Yelp page. This is oddly important. <clears throat> so they have like a four-star rating on Yelp. In fact, almost all of their delis have four and five-star ratings on Yelp. The one in Vista that I looked at had about 1,500 Yelp reviews. Most of them four and five stars. But every single Yelp review <laughs> cited the fact that the service was so slow. Oh, this is a problem. That, yes, <laughs> it's that people were like, the food is amazing. It takes you three hours to get it. Every single review was like so slow. And in part because they're not getting paid to be there. Like, like they're volunteers. Even yeah. if you, there's no motivation for them to get a tip. There's no motivation for them to do well or get you your food on time. There were some horrible stories, but they're outshined by so many who were just like, easygoing vibe and great food. <laughs> um, so Relaxed I, pace. Yeah, I've pulled uh, some pretty great Yelp reviews. Um, Joyce L. says, sometimes the servers come over and chit-chat with you and try to get you to know you. Lol. Is that weird? Yes, weird. Yeah, that's, that's weird. That's very weird. Uh, or Lisa B. says, strange religious type vibe. I thought I read it was Jewish, but it seems more like a post-hippie crowd than a Jewish-type crowd. What do I know, though? Oh, Lisa B. Lisa B. Aaron F. They have the worst service. <laughs> Hippies, man. They're the worst. Not wrong. They are a little slow. No, no offense. Um, I used to go to this one cafe in Santa Monica, and like I would always try to order food there. So I was like, well, I'm sitting here. I might as well. Worst decision. I'm going to have to ask you after. Oh, yeah, I'll, I want to know. Down. Like, 90% of the time, my food would not come <laughs> at all. And I would have to be like, hey, guys, how about that grilled cheese sandwich? And they'd be like, oh, right. Oh and then they'd God. have to make it. And then sometimes it would still come out wrong. <laughs> like, that doesn't surprise me. Insane, insane. Okay, Amanda R. says, I've come here three times. Each time, to my dismay, the waitstaff is consistently strange. Because they're consistently cult members. <laughs> consistently cult members. Uh, I'll admit the vibe is strange. Definitely cult-like, Jared C. <laughs> uh, and then these last two are my favorite. Who says commune folk can't make an amazing sandwich of baked delicious bread? No one, probably. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Joey. Thank you. And then this one. The sign outside says the yellow deli, but welcome to Dr. Lobotomy's sedation ranch would be more fitting because there's definitely some next level brainwashing taking place around these parts. Thank you, Candace G. Uh, <laughs> that was the best one. I still want to go. Um, so many of these reviews are basically just bad service. What we would dictate as being, you know, just bad. There's some interesting things though. So they don't really like people of color 
Um, cults. We'll get to it. So there were so many reviews of people of color just being downright ignored. That's fucked up. Yeah, like just not even waiting on them. And when they were finally like, is someone going to take our order? Like when they finally were like, hey, what's going on? They would be like, oh, here's a cookie. Come back another day. Like, what? Yeah, I'm totally serious. Like, multiple times when I was reading this, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I would look at the person's picture, and it was a person of color. And it was a marked difference between, like, you'd see a white lady in yoga pants, and she'd be like, great bagels! And then you'd see... White ladies in yoga pants don't eat bagels. It's true. They scrape up the inside <laughs> and fill it with locks. But, like, then you'd see a person of color that was like, I just tried to order a tea, and then they just couldn't even get the tea. Like, there are people that they just won't even talk to. That's wrong. It's really wrong. Super wrong. They consistently forget orders. They they don't seem to remember anything that anyone tells them. Many, many people are like, this is creepy and culty. But even more people were like, yeah, I heard it's run by some cult, but too bad. Bread's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, no. Oh my god. It's, yeah, it, it really bothered me, especially when we get to their other beliefs. So medical attention. They, Not a fan. Um, but they require women to have seven children. Seven? Seven. And they consider that women who deliver their babies in hospitals are considered weak in their faith. Sorry I'm not trying to die. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Uh, so oh my god. Oh my god! <laughs> I read ahead on her notes. Sorry. Uh, women who die during childbirth are considered to have done something to cause it. Bitch. That's yeah. terrible. Um, they've also said that pain in childbirth is beneficial for women. I disagree. I disagree as well. Many have bled to death. Of course they have. Yeah, one woman was in labor for a full day with a breech baby. <gasps> she passed out and awoke oh. in a hospital where she was informed that the baby had died oh, hours earlier during the labor at the house. And she'd been dumped outside the hospital on the sidewalk. Oh my God, fuck these people. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck about going. your sandwiches. Yeah, I do not want to go. Yeah. That is so sad. Yeah. In fact, stillbirth is extremely common because they have no neonatal care and women are laboring without qualified professionals in attendance because they don't even have like a doula. It's just other yeah. cult members who've had a couple babies. So uh, the cult has an entire cemetery for stillborn children because <gasps> it's that frequent. Yeah. Oh, that is awful. And that's, I mean, cancer and other... Babies go completely undiagnosed and untreated, often due to lack of funds, since all is shared within the cult. So your ten dollars, that doesn't that's cover, not covering chemo. That's not covering chemo. Yeah. Oh my god. So let's lighten the mood a little bit. Yes, please. <laughs> so some controversial teachings that the cult has: uh, demons. All Christians, Jesus included, are demons. The cult refers to Christians and Catholics as the bloody whore of Babylon. <laughs> yeah, from Revelation, which will be a figure in upcoming cults. Uh, it's a symbolic character in Revelation uh, that's been suspected to mean a bunch of different things. Essentially, it would mean the people who refuse to acknowledge God's divinity is typically how it's defined. Okay. People who are just like, fuck God, they're the whore of Babylon, typically. Okay. Um, they believe that Jews and Christians have failed to follow God's demands, and so they've been cast away in favor of the 12 tribes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You did it wrong. We're going to steal some of your doctrines, but you yeah, did it wrong. Yeah, but you did it wrong. <laughs> you did it wrong. Very racist. They, they like to deny it, but uh, they believe that Jews are guilty of the blood of Christ. So this is something that I've heard in a lot of white supremacist-based cults for the reason why they hate the Jews and I'm like, y'all don't know your Bible history because the Romans killed Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was very much Roman soldiers. Right. Like, I'm sure there were Jewish people instigating, but also it was Rome. Like, Pontius Pilate. Right. Equally as guilty. Pontius Pilate. I would like to note, this is from my mother, that I played Pontius Pilate <laughs> in Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, and my God. it was the performance of a lifetime. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, so I've, I've never understood why people are like, you know, the Jews killed Jesus. I'm like, he, they really didn't. No. And, and if they, you know, if Jesus hadn't died, then the rest of Christianity makes no sense. So, like, 
be okay with it, I guess. Right. They have something called the ham teaching, which says that God's curse on the black race and their continuing sin of disrespect and their duty to serve whites. So. What? Yeah. They think black people should still be slaves. Fuck these people. Right. Right. And when I read that it was called the ham teaching, I had to do some research. Yeah, I was going to say. Because why? I was like, this should be the one about the Jews. Because uh, <laughs> of the ham. But, no, it refers to Noah's son, Ham. Okay. Um, who, allegedly, after the ark landed, traveled on to Africa. It's one of those things that, like, some people believe, some don't. Most people don't even address it. Um, the ark is said to have landed in Turkey. And then he would have traveled down into North Africa. So towards Egypt. Right. I guess. Um, so for some reason, they think that all of those people are destined to, be, destined to be slaves. That's awful. These people suck. It's really awful. And if you ask them about it, they'll be like, no, no, no. We have black members of our... No, population. I have a black friend. Exactly. <laughs> one of my friends is black. No, yeah, one of my friends is black. Um, but the ability for people of different heritage and different races to ascend ranks in the church is very limiting. So if you are black, you can join, but you can't go any further than sheep, basically. So they refuse to let them lead. Yeah. Uh, They advocate against multiculturalism and forced integration. They say that it increases murder, crime, and prejudice. Yeah. Regardless of skin color, the tribe believes that slavery is necessary and a positive force in society. Oh. Low-level members of the cult are effectively slaves. So the people working in the restaurants, slaves, essentially. And willingly so. Do people ever go to the restaurants and be like, let me save you? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, they do. There were a couple Yelp reviews where people were just like, don't go here, and listed out reasons. And I was like, you're doing the Lord's work. Not there. But do they say it to their faces? Because I would be curious what they would say. I think that kind of makes them shut down a little bit. You definitely won't get your sandwich. Yeah. No, they've called the police on people because there were some in the Yelp comments. The the, the cult calls police? Yeah, the cult called police on somebody who complained about not getting their order. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was was actually pretty hilarious. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's interesting in a lot of the stories from people who've escaped from the cult people screaming at them never helped like one girl um her brother left the cult first and he kind of picked her up and just played her the radio because she hadn't heard music from the outside world and he was just like look how beautiful this is look how beautiful life could be let me know when you're ready to leave and she left a couple weeks later yay she's actually super cool i'll get to her in a sec um, the band Fish. You ever heard of Fish? Well, yeah, that's what I'm. They're against them. <laughs> okay, no. or, they routinely show up at Fish concerts. Why? To convert people. Why Fish concerts? Because Fish concerts are full of hippies, and hippies jump in on this shit pretty readily because they're like commune living. We all share, Great. right? And then don't realize how fucking horrifying it's going to be Oh, later. my God. So they, uh, chopsticks, they require many of their members to use chopsticks because, quote, if you don't use chopsticks during your meal, you offend and hate JFeth. So JFeth is their word for either Asians or Native Americans. Oh. Yeah. Even but they, Native Americans don't use chopsticks. Not that I have ever seen, no. Not to my knowledge, anyway. I, I mean, I could be incredibly wrong. But I did not think that the indigenous people of our nation used chopsticks. No. No. Mm-mm. No. Also, using chopsticks without having that be part of your culture <laughs> right? is punishment in and of itself. I am terrible at them. I would also like all of us to remember that they eat things like porridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they're not necessarily, they're not eating, like, stir fry. Right. Yeah. They're eating liquids. <laughs> They're eating liquids. They're eating sandwiches. Cool. Sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm sure you can pick up the sandwiches with your hands. I mean, I seriously hope I have to see somebody pick up sandwiches with chopsticks. I That is so... That's really good diet, though. I mean, yeah. So uh, <laughs> they hope to recruit more minorities, so that's why they're making everyone learn how to use chopsticks. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even though, that they, even though they wouldn't let those 
people of color are sent through. They want to, right. They just want them to feel at home when they get to the commune because so they they want them to know that we are cool with chopsticks. But that's the only thing. That's it. Yeah, chopsticks. That's the only reason. Yeah. Okay. They didn't like also you know stock the bar with. Like soy sauce. There's just like, no, just chopsticks. But you have chopsticks readily available. Right. Just readily available chopsticks. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, they don't have toilets. Gross. Really gross. Uh, during bathroom visits, they'll use small wooden stools and then usually defecate into the ground. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Fuck this cold. I know, well, here's their reasoning for it. Uh, they say that toilets are killing Americans. Because, How? Because when you sit, not enough poop comes out, and that causes colon cancer. So get a squatty potty. Exactly. <laughs> um, or a they, hydroclonic. They have separate rules for if you have to use the restroom outside. They have to bury all bowel movements because, quote, our father, meaning God, walks around and may step in your feces. Where do they bury them? In the ground. But do they have a ground specifically for this? Because I would like to note that you said the vegetables for the deli all come from their farm. And if they're using their own shit. Yeah, but it's their shit. (laughs) Well, right. So it's just more vegetables, fertilizer, more vegetables. No, yeah, I I have no idea. Fertilizer from animals sits better with me, though. You know, it's still gross. Yeah. Than, like, my server's shit that's true because it's a local farm so you could be like yeah like thank you they all have hebrew names and i don't remember most of them but like thank rebecca you. there you go thanks rebecca um it smells like you right <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah my food smells strangely like you i did there was one person on yelp who was like i've come here three times and found a hair in my food every single time oh i'm sure they don't have the highest standards for no and she also well and also everyone has to have long hair and everyone has to have ponytails because even the men had long hair yeah so everybody foods you know hair is given in everybody's food and they have a restroom at the bathroom for you or when you shit your pants after your sandwich do you have to go do it in the yard it's a unisex restroom oh very progressive very interesting very progressive but it might just be because it was required by the state ah and it was only that one specific restaurant so okay. I, I didn't get a chance to delve that deep into all of their locations. Okay. But the one in Vista has a unisex bathroom. Okay. Um, they also require all of their members to take cold showers. Oh, I hate cold showers. Yeah. They say that it multiplies white blood cells and prevents illness and increases longevity. No, I don't think any of that's true. No, I don't think any of that's true either. I put mine on the hottest possible setting. Yeah. I like to be scalded in the shower. <laughs> I go I go mid-range because if I'm dyeing my hair, I try to go a little cooler mm, so it doesn't yeah. like, wash out. Yeah. Um, so there have been a number of people that have escaped and have spoken out. Um, one of them that I found a couple articles from is Shua Jones. And um, she is awesome. Like, she escaped as a 14-year-old. Oh, good. And was able to basically go to school, go to college, and has a family of her own now. And she is, like, a fully actualized, fantastic lady. Like, I was totally, like, sneaking through her Twitter earlier today. I totally followed her. I haven't looked to see if she's followed me back yet. But, like, she not only, like, she didn't let this cult hold her back, which is the best. And she's actively working to try and put together a network for people who come out of the cult. Because a lot of the times, especially the children who are raised in the cult, they have no skills. They're homeschooled till they're homeschooled till age eight, or I'm sorry, grade eight, unless mm-hmm. they're pulled out earlier for work, as she was. And then they just go to work on the farm. Wow. Yeah, so if you get out as an adult, you have no life skills. No skills. No skills. Some of them have never driven. Some of them have never heard the radio. Some of them don't know how phones work. Like, she had to find a payphone. There was one payphone in town. And it was only because she had seen it coming and going from places. They would check people's belongings, so she had to, like, hide and memorize numbers so she could escape. Yeah. Wow. It's dicey. She deserves all of our applause because she made it out. And then is actively trying to help people still in. Good for her. Yeah. So she's great. Yay, Shua. Yay, Shua. All right. That's probably going to end this. I don't know if I can take much more of this cult. No, this cult sucks. This cult sucks a lot. I mean, if you still want to go to the deli, we can do an updated episode. But I was kind of 
not feeling it. <laughs> I'm not feeling it, but I want to observe. Oh, I totally do. Maybe we should just go watch. I mean. But I'm going to get hungry. If the, if the Yelp is any indication, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So, yeah. Huh. All right. Everyone on there was like, block out three to four hours to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like. Damn, that wasn't even counting the two hours it was going to take me to get there. I was going to say, yeah, this is like a salt. Like we're going to have to get a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> this is an ordeal. I'm, well, I'm, I'm thinking I'll just try and plan it. The next time I go down to do shows in San Diego, I'll just try. Oh and yeah. But yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. Well, alrighty. Thank you, Paige. Thank you for listening to this craziness. <laughs> if you are in a cult, or you are, ooh, if you're in this cult and you want out. Ask one of the people to borrow their cell phones who you're serving at the Yellow Deli. And oh, then there you go. Yeah. Call 911 or slip them a help note in a napkin. I don't know how they would hear about this, but that is a good idea. Oh, yeah. How would they hear about this? I don't know. But I kind of want to go to the deli and just leave my phone on the counter and be like, you can call whoever you want. Let's just leave them a bunch of burner phones. Oh, my God. And be like, when you open this phone, push 911 send Ooh. or my phone number. Send. Well, no, don't no, call don't me. Call us. Don't call me. <laughs> we're, we are ill-equipped. We are ill-equipped. We don't know what we're doing, we'll but I'll give like, you... Do you want nachos? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Can I call you an Uber? Oh, you don't know what that is. Bye. No. Yeah. All right. No, it's 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 better. If you are in this cult and you find your way to a phone or a computer while you're listening to this. I was going to say, if you're in a cult and you discover podcasts, particularly this one. Particularly this one. Go to the 12 Tribes X members Facebook group. They're actually a great resource. It's full of ex-members who will give you information and can hopefully help you assimilate back into society. And if you're in another cult, reach out. Friend, family, someone outside of the cult, 911, all great resources, or www.cultwatch.com. Great. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. Bye.